Church's devotional podcast to make sure you have the spiritual nourishment necessary to make it through these trying times. Today, I want to share part four of a four-part series on gifts and talents. Today, we'll look at sharing your particular talents or gifts. We have now identified and listed a number of spiritual gifts and talents. We have heard that we have no control over the gifts that God bestows on us as believers. Some may have more than one gift, but no one has all the gifts. It takes a community or church of believers working together to fulfill God's commandments. No gift is more important or less important than another. This is similar to our own body. Even the tiniest capillaries are equally essential as the aorta or even the heart itself. Why do we have these gifts? Because they allow us to share the burdens of others, just as Christ took the burdens of our sins to the cross. 1 Corinthians 12 verses 25 and 26 make it clear. God's purpose was that the body should not be divided, but rather that all of its parts should feel the same concern for each other. If one part of the body suffers, all the other parts share its suffering. If one part is praised, all the others share in its happiness. We can see our love for one another when we look at how we respond by loving those most in need. In Luke 3.11, it says, If you have two shirts, give one to the poor. If you have food, share it with those that are hungry. As important as what we give or share is our attitude when we do it, because Christ-like sharing goes beyond food or money. While loving others is a command from the scriptures, we still have a big part to play in completing the task. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7 advises us, you must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. I like Proverbs eleven twenty four and 25, where it tells us, give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. These same instructions apply to any time we use our gifts, be it teaching or kindness, showing hospitality or mercy. Proverbs 19 verse 17 makes it clear. If you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord and he will repay you. We are flushed with scripture calling for us to love one another. We have all been given special power or talent to show that love. With the help of the Holy Spirit, we will be able to direct our effort towards God's intended. However, left to try in our own power, we are destined to miss the mark completely. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 3, if I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it, but if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. The key words here are doing so in love. 
When we act in his name, the effort is fruitful and pleasing to God. The reward will be waiting for us on Judgment Day. Hebrews 13, 15 and 16 says, Therefore, let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to his name. And don't forget to do good and to share with those in need. These are the sacrifices that please God. I am reminded that a detailed look at gifts and talents would be incomplete if it failed to address the gifts of tongues. For some, this is a troubling part of worship that causes misunderstanding or even fear. In such cases, it is best to turn to the Bible for the truth. Here are some verses that speak to us about tongues. Mark 16, verse 17. Acts chapter 2, verse 4. Acts chapter 19, verse 6. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 8 through 11. Chapter 13, verse 8. And in chapter 14, verses 23 and 27 and 28. And you're familiar with Romans 8.26, where it says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Are groanings the same as tongues? I don't think so. The Holy Spirit's communication with God is not in our words or language but it does confirm that there are more ways to talk to God than in plain English. Here are the words of someone far more versed than me. Most of the commentaries agree that the gift of tongues is for personal communication with God, i.e. prayer time, individual devotions, and moments of special praise. It isn't intended for group prayer or worship unless it is it isn't intended for group prayer or worship unless it is interpreted for those not so gifted. Tongues is not common at Bible fellowship and is not part of the regular worship experience, still allowing that some worshipers may possess the gift. In closing, let's see what Paul says in Colossians 3, verses 23 and 24. Whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord, and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will, you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us ask for the Lord's understanding in prayer as we close. Lord, we thank you for choosing us and giving us gifts with which we can honor you Move us to use those gifts. Keep us focused on our gift so as to not be jealous of another's. Help us realize that God's gifts are all equal in his eyes, so we have no room to boast about ours. May we be filled with love as we seek those in need and not be judgmental based on condition, race, or beliefs. May we use our gifts in love for one another in the glory of our Lord and Savior. 
In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Join us here Monday through Friday for more devotions from the Bible Fellowship family and on Sundays for our services streamed live at 9 or 11 a.m. at bfcsebring.com and on Facebook at BFC Family. Or join us in person at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., or at 6 p.m. Sunday evening. Have a blessed day.